So tax season just uh, wrapped up and a lot of us have been building PDF receipts into our Rails applications, I'm sure. So the thing that I had to do this uh, tax season was to set up receipts for GoRails and for OneMonth.com. And uh, as I was building that, I noticed that I wanted to copy most of the code into GoRails, but display a few different fields. So I started to build a copy of it, and then it made perfect sense to extract it into a gem and to open source it so other people could have access to this as well. So we're going to talk about how to add receipts into your Rails application today using the receipts gem that I made. And then part two of this episode is going to talk about how to actually um, take some code from a Rails app, extract it into a gem, and then uh, generalize it to an extent where your users can actually take it and build their own versions uh, or implement this into their own Rails applications. Now, this is an example of one of the receipts that we can generate with this. It takes a custom logo image. Um, it has the ID number of the charge, so we can look it up for support purposes. You can have a custom message saying thanks, um, and then you can have a list of line items. So these are important things for the charge itself is when it happened, the account that was billed to um, the product they purchased, the amount, and the credit card. And you probably have a bunch of other things, like your European customers might want to add VAT information for tax purposes as well. So this is an example of what you can do with this gem, and you can swap out any of these pieces with your own custom stuff, and it will generate a PDF that looks very similar, um, but with your own information. So let's talk about building this into your own Rails app. So I've got two models in my Rails application that I've scaffolded up, and one is users, and they have an email address and a name, and then the other model is a charge. So the charge just keeps transaction logs. This is something that you would keep as a duplicate of your purchases in Stripe. So when you save a purchase in Stripe, you would keep a copy in your database, and it would keep track of the product, the user ID, the amount in cents. Um, so you wanna save in cents for saving yourself a little bit of trouble with rounding issues. Um, you would save the card type and the card's last four digits. And you will basically have these two models. So you'll have a user model and then you'll have this charge. And the way that we set up this gem is to, of course, first go into our gem file, add gem receipts. And then we'll hop into our terminal and run bundle to install the gems. And once that's done, we can restart our Rails server. So how do we get a receipt from a charge? Well, the easiest way is to define a receipt method here that will return the new receipt for this specific charge. Now it makes sense to be here because we can actually take the charge information and access all of it and the user and everything we're gonna need. So all of the data is accessible very easily from this. And we can just paste in the example from the documentation. So if you take this, we can break this down a little bit and take a look. Um, but it starts out with the ID, which is the database ID of the charge. Now you might want to extract this and change it to a UUID of some, of some sort, but this ID is what will show up in the receipt at the top, and then you can pass in either the database ID or generated one as well. So that's up to you, but it's always good rule of thumb to remind uh, in the receipt 
that the product is important to say what they purchased, and then always have your company information as well and the logo so they can remember uh, who it was from at a glance. Now, the line items vary a little bit by company, but um, in our case, all we need is the created at timestamp, which I already have an example for. We're going to give you the created at date, convert it to a string. Now, you can format this better if you use strf time, uh, you can take that and convert it to a format that you like, which uh, the best website for this, STRF time with a period before ME. This one's phenomenal for taking a date time or a time in Ruby and converting it um, to your desired result and then having a great little reference here to test it all live. So you can make modifications with this and uh, then copy this format into your Rails app. That's a pro tip if you haven't seen that site before. But getting back to this, you can see that our line items are very customizable. You can just remove one of these if you don't want. It's just an array of names and values. So it's really simple. You can add as many of these as you want. And I kept it an array on purpose because these will be the order that it shows up. If we were to use a hash, we wouldn't necessarily keep the same order if we converted it to printing out. So this is a uh, important design choice of implementing this gem that we'll talk about in the next episode when I explain how we can build that, build this from scratch. So you can also specify custom fonts. Uh, we have custom fonts that we use right now, and uh, we allow that to be in the uh, PDF to keep it consistent with us. If you don't want to use them, just delete it, and that's all you have to do. Now, one interesting design choice I made on this uh, this configuration of your receipt was to make line items an array. I didn't want to require a date or account or a product or charge uh, or card or an amount. Uh, I wanted this to be configurable. So I wanted you to be able to add or remove these dynamically if you wanted. And the way that you could do that is by making a line items method here. And you could do your items equals this array of all these. And then maybe optionally here at the end, you say maybe we want additional information. Like maybe our European customers need to add in their VAT IDs into the, uh, the receipt. So we have this additional information field on the user that gets automatically printed out on all of their receipts. And then you could take this and you could get all of these moved into your items, and then you could return items for that and replace this array with a method call to line items, and we can render a dynamic array of line items on the receipt with the additional information as necessary. So this gives you a lot of flexibility in how you design your receipt line items and you can make as many as you want or you can uh, stick with the default. Maybe you don't need to support uh, the additional information so you can just hard code it, but you also have this flexibility as well. Now, this method generates a new receipt object, but it doesn't actually render it to a file or do anything with it. It just stores the information in memory so that Prawn can generate the receipt behind the scenes inside of the gem, but there's no real magic going on here. We've got everything connected, and we 
are ready to go, but now we need to serve it up. So that means that we're going to have to go into our charges controller and actually render this PDF out. So this show action is actually where we need to be writing that code. Sometimes when you view the show, you want the JSON response. Sometimes you want the HTML response, but in this case, we want the PDF response. So this is something you might not have been aware of. You can do a respond to a format and you can have your format.html, you can have your format.json as you would normally expect. You can also have a format.pdf which will detect the .pdf in the URL and then will render out a response. It could be any type of response. In this case, we're going to follow the rules and re return a PDF on that PDF format. So we're going to pass this a block and use the send underscore data method. Now this is a method that allows us to send arbitrary data back and we'll use the type, uh, the type option for this to set the uh, content type so the browser knows what we're sending back and how to interpret the data. So here we're going to take the charge object that comes from the before action for setting the charge. We're going to ask for the receipt, and then we're going to call the render method on that. And this render method is going to tell Prawn to take that object uh, that we designed and it passed in our data and to actually make a PDF out of it. And that's going to return the PDF object back to us as like a file type object. Now we have to pass uh, a couple up other options here. One is um, file name, and this allows you to do anything that you want. So you could specify this file name and I'm actually going to paste in some code here that will take the charges created at and format the time to a date uh, and then we're going to have dash go rails dash receipt dot pdf. So this will be the file name that it will uh, send over and the browser will read that and see uh, that is the file name to save the file as. Now the other options we want is we want to set the type to application slash PDF. And this is important so the browser knows how to interpret this data that we're sending over. It's arbitrary up until this point. So this is a very important option to pass in. The browser may or may not be able to interpret that or make a guess at it, but you're going to want to set the type to make sure it knows. And then one often a uh, useful feature here is the disposition setting that to inline and this will allow you to set your uh, your PDF to render inside of the browser so it's a really useful thing to do and I'm going to format this method call like so and this will allow it to render inside of the browser. Now the simplest way to access this is to test it out by going to the charge itself and then you can do .json in the URL to make sure that still works and then you can also do .pdf. Now this will take a second to load because it's got to generate the PDF and then it is automatically set up for you in the browser and that's it. You're you already have working PDF generation 
working. So this is awesome. So the last thing to check here is the save file name. And as you can see, this is the file name we set up in the controller. It is uh, that option that defines this suggested file name, and it doesn't have to match the URL as you might have noticed here. And that's totally fine. So it's nice to maybe have the URL match, but the browser has the ability to interpret these uh, this file name header and set that appropriately. Now there's also this attachment disposition that you could use. I originally set this up with the disposition inline, which means that it renders in the browser. And with the disposition attachment, it's the one that's going to force the browser to download it uh, when you view the PDF. Uh, I prefer to do inline because it's so much more convenient than downloading these files. And uh, it seems a little overkill to uh, force users to download these files all the time. So Take a look at send data on API doc if you want to learn anything more about it. It's really pretty simple, but it's useful for when you want to do things like send tarballs down or uh, raw image or something like that. This is actually a great way of using Rails to send files instead of just rendering HTML or text of some sort back. So that's a quick introduction to the receipts gem. Uh, there isn't a whole lot to it yet, but I definitely recommend you uh, make a pull request if you have an idea for a feature, or if you just wanna dive into it, wait till next Go Rails episode where I'm gonna talk about how we extracted this from a Rails application, turned it into a gem, made the API for this a little bit more generic, and then also built this using Prawn. So Prawn is the PDF generator that we use behind the scenes, and we'll be talking about that as well in the future.